from Elston Torres, and Elston Torres is on the line. Hi, Elston. Hey, how are you doing, Michael? Good. Good to talk to you. You too, and I hope you're okay. Is that a new song, Borders? Borders is a song that I actually uh, recorded uh, for this new album that came out this year, but it's a song that I wrote a few years back, and I wrote it with uh, two other uh, songwriters uh, in town in, in South Florida. What is the name of your new album? The new album is called At the End of Love. How many, how many and, uh, does that make now? Uh, I think it's, gee, I think it's like my 11th or 12th album. Oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. What keeps you going, Elston? Well, that's a good question, especially in, uh, in today's climate, uh, with what's going on in the world. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a desire to express not only what I'm feeling, but what I see going on around the world. And I, 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 I like to believe that songwriting... Is uh, is a pulse of what uh, what the world is feeling, you know. I saw a little bit of your concert that you did the other day. I'm sorry I wasn't able to promote it. That you did at the Broward Center, uh, and it's still on your Facebook page. What 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 was the experience like? You were playing to an empty audience. Yeah, it was pretty surreal. So I got I, I was invited to be part of this series that Avmed, the uh, the health insurance company, is doing this great series. Uh, to help you know that to help not only their their clients but people in general because music is, is a healer and it was it was a pretty it was a good it was a great experience to be on a, on a beautiful stage like that and with a great sound and a great crew 
but it was just, it was an empty audience. There was nobody there, obviously. It was just me, the crew, the three a three person crew, and the uh, and the the lady from um, from Avmet. Her name is Joy Siegel. Um, and we were just there. I mean, that was that was the only people in attendance. You were playing uh, to a big auditorium at the Broward Center. Yeah, it was a pretty big space, and uh, with nobody there. Why did you <laughs> de- Why did you decide to do it an acoustic show? Well, because several reasons. They wanted something a little bit more intimate, and also just it's just hard to get musicians together nowadays. Everybody's a little bit uh, worried about social distancing and everything else, you know. I'm, uh, that that concert is still available at your Facebook page, Elston Torres, and also on your Facebook page, you 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 printed a, a a comment, I guess, about borders, about the difference between the United States of America and Americas, and right. it, that it it seems like a lot of people forget what America is. Yeah, there's always a misconception, especially you know if, if you haven't traveled. Travel is such a, a good education. And people, when they when they refer to America, they think they're just referring to the United States. America is a very big, big space of land. It's you know, it's Canada, it's it's the United States, it's you know, it's the other countries below us. You know, it's 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 you know, it's a big, big piece of land. So. Of course, Mexico is part of America. Mexico is part of America, of course. Yeah, you know, we're all we're all part of America. Is that is that part of the message that you want to portray? Yeah, I mean, you know, it kind of goes back to John Lennon's message in, in, in Imagine, you know, Imagine that there's no borders. Uh, and I think, especially nowadays, we're living in a world where, you know, uh, you know the world's shutting down and, you know, there's so many uh, uh, borders being, being set. But the truth is, we're all really from the same species. We're all humans. And, and you know, uh, we are, borders are man-made. It's not, it's not really a realistic way of living, you know, if you think about it. Your latest CD is called "At the End of Love." Uh, it, you recently released that album. Yes, uh, the the full album came out on April 11th, and uh, I remember me and you were supposed to get together to do a, a live interview, but uh, obviously we couldn't. That's right. That was the week of uh, the start of the quarantine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so you obviously you haven't been able to tour with the album. No, unfortunately, I had a bunch of dates that I was going to go out to the West Coast, and then I was going to go out to Spain and some other countries to promote the album, and everything was shut down. So, you know, everything has to, has to, be, has, has to be done on, uh, online and on social media, you know, in terms of promotion. Elston Torres is on the line. Let me play another song from your new CD, I'll Be Gone. And this was obviously about a breakup. Is, is, was that a personal breakup? Yes, actually, it was. It was a. Uh, it was a song I wrote uh, after a very difficult separation with somebody that I was with for a while, and it's one of those songs that kind of wrote itself. It just kind of came out in one, uh, in one therapeutic <laughs> moment. Well, every time you sing it, doesn't it bring back bad memories? Uh, yeah, yes and no. I mean, it definitely taps me into a place where I was that wasn't very pleasant, but it also makes me think that you know. We, uh, we have the strength to move on and, and be strong, you know, and continue life, you know. Here's Elston Torres with I'll Be Gone. You're gonna love me again when I'm gone. You're gonna love me again when I'm gone. You're gonna 
wonder why it went this way You're gonna love me again when I'm gone You're gonna see the light of your mistake Yeah, you're gonna see the light of your mistake You're gonna find out a bit too late That you messed around and you ruined fate You're gonna see the light of your mistake Cause when I'm gone, I'll be gone When I'm gone, I'll be gone When I'm gone, I'll be gone And you won't be able to repeat my name Cause I'll be gone Elston Torres, I'll be gone from his new album at the end of love. Elston, you live in South Florida. Uh, how long you and you you like it here, right? I do like it here. Uh, I'm not crazy about the summers. I think they're a little bit too hot for me. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I've been living here for a while now. I've been living here for 26 years now. Actually, is it a good? I, I know you uh, you've been nominated for a couple of Grammys. In fact, you have a new position with the Grammys. Yes, I, I was just uh, re-elected to be on the Board of Governors uh, for NARES, which is uh, something that I'm very proud of. Uh, I was on the board a couple of years back. And then, as um, uh, like, like most boards, you term out. And um, after a few years being out of the board, I'm, uh, I was elected uh, back into it. And I love to be a part of that uh, organization because they really do try to make a difference in, uh, in the community, in the music community, and they try to help um, not just people that are part of the, of the Grammy uh, membership, but they try to help the, com- the community in general. So I love being a part of it. Do you get any uh, feedback that the Grammys aren't, uh, I guess, as open as they should be? I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of opinions back and forth. I mean, I, you know, being in, involved with the organization, I know that uh, there's always an effort on their part to be a trans- as transparent 
as they can be, and they try to be inclusive. Uh, you know, everything everything is always very difficult, no matter what other organization you belong to. So I think they try to do their best, and then, you know, and it's a, it's a constant uh, learning curve and trying to trying to be better at each day. You know, I I know it's a great honor to be nominated for a Grammy. You being involved in it like you are, are you are you still uh, available to get the awards? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, it's because the board has really nothing to do with the uh, with the nomination part of it in terms of, you know, we don't, we obviously, we can't, we can't lobby for our own pro music or our own products or our own records. But, you know, we can submit our music, obviously, and, you know, and, and, and throw our hats into the arena. I don't know much about the Grammys, but <clears throat> it, it's nice having you as a representative here in South Florida. I assume that other board members are from all over the country. Well, Florida, the way it works is uh, every region has their own chapters. So we're part of the Florida chapter, which also includes Puerto Rico, I believe, uh, and, and includes some other states. So we're part of the South region uh, area of the Grammys. But Florida, the Florida itself has its own chapter. And that's the chapter that I'm, I'm, I'm on the board of. What do you do as a board member? Well, we meet a few times a year. We sit down and we, uh, we think about... Uh, events of uh, um, organizations that we can partner up with. Um, we think of ways of giving back to the community, especially during uh, times of crisis like we are uh, living through right now. And one of, one of the great branches of the Grammys is uh, Music Cares. And Music Cares is an amazing organization that really has helped so many musicians that, uh, that in times of need during the, this whole COVID uh, crisis, They've helped a lot of uh, musicians financially um, get through some hard times. You know? Elston Torres is on the line. Elston is a South Florida resident. He has a new album out called At the End of Love. I know you were born in Cuba and, and now live in South Florida, obviously. What kind of advantages musically does the South Florida have over other, other regions of the country? Well, you know what? I, I, always, I, always, I always say this to a lot of people that don't know about the, the richness of the music industry here in, in South Florida. South Florida is a very unique area because it's such a conglomerate of so many different cultures. You have, you know, obviously the, the Latin culture, but you also have the, you know, the, uh, the African-American uh, African culture. The, the, a lot of people from, from the North, from the, I'm from, I grew up in New York City. A lot of, you know, uh, ex-New Yorkers live here. A lot of people from the West Coast a lot of Europeans. So you get a lot of different uh, cultures here, musically speaking. There's a lot of great musicians here. Uh, obviously, we're not a, a Los Angeles or New York in terms of size. But we definitely, I think, in terms of per capita, we have just as talented musicians and songwriters as any of those cities. Are you always writing songs? I pretty much am always writing songs. I, you know, especially now that we've all been on lockdown, I, uh, I've been writing a lot uh, since since this whole thing started. I think I've written like ten songs <laughs> in the last two or three months, um, which is great. You know, it's it's, it's given me a lot of creative uh, energy in terms of writing, so that makes me happy. Do your songs reflect the the times that we're in? Yeah, well, yes. I mean, I've written some songs uh, directly about what we're going through and what I'm feeling. As a matter of fact, the song uh, "Hope You're Alright in Spite of the World" is a song that I wrote directly. I wrote it right at the beginning of the quarantine, 
And I wrote that song. The title of that song was after seeing a news, a news broadcast, and the news anchor finished the broadcast. I sang that exact phrase. And I wrote that phrase down, and I wrote the song that night. I hope you're all right in spite of the world. Yes. That's uh, and and you have that that song is on uh, uh is on your Facebook page as well. Yes. Now that song is not a song that's on the on uh, my album and the album that came out this year. It's just a song that I just wrote, you know, during during this whole quarantine, and I just thought it was an important song to release during this time because it speaks of what what we're all feeling, and I've gotten a lot of feedback that the song has made them feel good. Uh, about what they're living, so it's it, it served its purpose, you know, in terms of that. Just on a side note, before I play, hope you're all right. It's you you post you post a song on Facebook and people see it. Does that help you financially at all? Not really. Um, the music the music business part of it has really changed a lot. Uh, as you know, a lot of people don't buy music anymore, either physically or even buying a download. Everything is streaming now. So what it, what really helps is when people go to let's say like a Spotify or an Apple Music and they and they listen to my music or they stream music because by that every 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 stream we do get some some financial uh, compensation for it. Uh, it's not a very big compensation. You have to get a lot a lot of streams in order to get make any significant kind of money. But uh, on Facebook, it's just more so the people can listen to it and they can share it and hopefully go into these other sites and listen to the song. So you don't mind posting songs on Facebook? No, I don't. I mean, you know, it's it's part of sharing and trying to grow an audience. And like I said, hopefully when we can all go back and start doing live shows, those same people will remember and, and go buy a ticket and see me perform, you know? Do you have any show, well, any, I guess any uh, shows coming up? I know no concerts per se, but how can people... No, yeah, I mean, right now we don't have anything. Everything we've, we've done so far has been online, including that Broward uh, performance, Broward Center uh, performance. Everything has to be online now. I have uh, I have a couple of shows programmed coming up, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be canceled. I have one coming up in July in Miami that I'm sure is not going to happen. And I have one in September up in New York City, which I'm sure is not going to happen either. So it's just, it's just the reality of what we're living today. So, you know, I guess we're going to have to wait till next year. <laughs> Elston, well, congratulations on your new CD, and I'll play this this single of yours. Hope you're all right in spite of the world. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for the interview. Great, great talking to you. allowed to open up the door Something is happening I can't remember who I was before I know what I'm feeling But they tell me that I got it all wrong I'm socially distant But I think it's safe to give you a call for answers 
Without a name